Hey, what's up? Welcome to Mixed in America. My name is Josh Cohen. Before we get started today, I actually want to take a minute to talk about last uh, episode. I, I talked about identity uh, and being mixed and I, I just want to, I've thought about it a little bit more and had some conversations a little bit. And um, uh, yeah, there are definitely times when I think it would be easier if I was just black or just white. But the more I thought about it, the more I talked to people, I'm very proud of who I am. And I'm proud that I am both black and white. And I think it's it's pretty cool that I'm different, that I'm I'm not like a lot of other people. I'm proud of my heritage on both sides. I'm proud of who I am, proud of who God made me. And quite honestly, I'm proud of my parents. And I'm proud of what they did. Uh, they may not see it as that big of a deal, um, but it was. And because I have two strong parents, uh, I am who I am today, and I'm proud of that. So so with that, let me introduce you to those people. I'm excited today uh, to introduce my very first guest ever, my parents, Jim and Lorraine Cohen, who dated and got married in the mid-70s, early 80s, raised four kids in the 80s and 90s. And uh, I just want you guys to tell me a little bit about your story. So let's get started. Why don't you guys, whoever wants to go first, um, I know, Mom, you're going to do a lot more of the talking, probably, because that's normally how things work around here. But uh, tell me, first of all, either one of you want to get started, but just kind of what was your background? What was, what did you, how did you grow up? You were born first. Introduce so. yourself to the people. Okay, uh, my name's Jim. I'm Joshua's father. And uh, I was born uh, in the 50s uh, in Germany. My uh father was in the army he was stationed there at the time we uh, came back to the states when i was about nine months old my dad is from detroit michigan so we spent a few years there but then uh, then we moved around every couple of years because he was in the army and then uh, when i was in fifth grade uh, my parents divorced and then uh, my mother remarried right away and so uh in sixth grade i went to live with her in uh, my second half of my junior year in high school i came to minnesota i guess that's when i during my senior year is when i met you right yeah yeah well i was i was 17 when i met uh my wife joshua's mother did you forget her name for a second? No, I didn't know whether I should call her Lorraine or my wife or whatever. So anyway, that's when we, we met was when I moved up here and we uh, we worked together. Um, but like I said, my childhood was just moving around every couple of years. So I, I got to know a lot of different people and uh, uh, it wasn't, wasn't too bad, but I had to meet new friends uh, every couple of years. So... Um, that was tough at some times, but not all the time. You're wearing your Kansas City Royals uh, World Series champ shirt. I want to make sure that I give a shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and when people Definitely. see me wearing Chief stuff or see me talking about Chief stuff, it's because my dad did live a good portion of your childhood in Missouri. Correct. Chiefs fan. Yes, the and I the was show that you are a Chiefs fan, and that's why I cheer for the Chiefs. And not recently. Uh, I was at the opening day for Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> he tells this story all the time. Um, very proud. Didn't you get like a plaque or something? Yes, that you yes, I did. You were one of the first 
however many thousands of people to go into Arrowhead Stadium. Um, all right, Mom, why don't you tell your story a little bit as well? Okay. My name is Lorraine. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. Oh. You don't have to. I was a Brits before I got married. I grew up in Brooklyn. I actually was born in South Minneapolis. 35W took our house. And my parents built a five-bedroom house on a double lot in Brooklyn Center. They built that house? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, they built the house, and it was like two, it was about a block away from the lake, Twin Lakes. At that time, there was five of us, I believe, and we grew to be nine, uh, eight girls and one boy, and we all went to Sacred Heart, which was a Catholic school nearby. My dad was a principal at the public school, Minneapolis Public School, and we all went to private schools. And to, just to clarify, he did, he was the principal for Prince, right? I know there's a rumor in the Brits family rumor that he's the one that actually pushed him into music a little bit, right? Is that? There's always was that rumor that he knew Prince and that some, well, I don't know if he knew him or somebody um, talked to him about Prince saying all he wants to do is do his music. And he said, let him do his music. If that's what he wants to do, let him do his music. If that'll keep him in school, let him play his music and give him something productive to that's do with his time. That's what yeah. I always, that was the, what the, we talked about yeah, in the that's family what I tell the people. That's the legend, I, like, yes. I claim that's that my grandpa legend. is the reason that Prince was successful. So, And then you went to... And then I went to um, high school at Tortino Grace. And at homecoming, my sophomore year... Everybody, a lot of my friends had dates and I didn't. And so all of us who didn't have dates went to the party and felt sorry for ourselves. And I remember coming home and the next day around that time, this was like September, that I prayed. I said, Lord, I want a boyfriend. And I want a boyfriend that loves me, that will like me for who I am and has a car. Those are the two things I asked for. A month later, I met your dad. Well, that was gonna be my next question anyway. So why don't you tell me about um, when and where you guys met? We met at the theater. I was a candy girl, he was an usher. And he used to... So to clarify, you worked at a movie theater. We worked at a Brooklyn movie theater Center, in right? Brooklyn so Center. lived in Brooklyn Center. Cinema time, one, two, and three. Which does not exist does anymore. Does not exist anymore. Uh, what and year? That was in 74. And you were both in high school. What year were yeah, you? I was a sophomore in high school. So no, I must have been a junior. I must have been a By junior. By then you were a junior. I was a junior. And I was a senior. Yeah. And I had been working there when I turned 16 already. My sophomore year, I started working there. When I met you, it was probably your first day. And we all went out together because we didn't have... We always used to do that. We always used to go out to somebody's house or, um, I guess Macy, it was to somebody's house or go out to eat together, all the people that worked at the theater. Um, so I, don't, I might regret asking this question. I don't know if I want too many details, but was it love at first sight? You guys hung out for a while? You For, for me, funny. it was the first night I worked, I saw your mother and 
I thought she was very beautiful and I said to myself, it would really be nice if we became friends. But I didn't know if I had a shot at dating her or anything. And mom probably didn't know you existed. I did not know he existed. I did not know he existed until he kept coming to work. On the days I worked with, when he didn't work, he'd come and I always kept, even when he did work, he kept staring at me. I felt somebody staring at me and I turned to look and then he would turn away. Okay, yeah, I don't know if we should go into these kind of details. <laughs> well, that's how I noticed you. Okay, so I have to ask then, you're white, obviously. If you're, You can't see this right now, but my dad's white. You can see in the picture, they're the people holding me in that picture. Uh, my dad's got the mustache. My dad, my mom has that little fro kind of thing going. But I, she was black, and you being white, in the mid '70s at the time, was there any hesitation, any thought about, yeah, she's pretty, but she's black, so I don't know if I should or if she would, or did I don't know if you had any friends to talk to about this at all, and like, no, I didn't have any friends, but I uh, the thought didn't cross my mind. I had I didn't even think about it. I just thought she looked pretty, and that's all that mattered. So like, like I said, I mean, I've, I, I grew up moving around a lot, and I've, I've had friends who were black, and when I was younger, I, you know, I've, I didn't go out with uh, other black girls, but I did, you know, I was friends with some, and I danced with black girls at a party and stuff. So, I mean, race wasn't a, a thing for me. I, I didn't grow up even thinking about it too much. Just people were people. I didn't care what they looked like. And mom, I guess same kind of question. Like, did you think about this awkward white guy that's nope. kind of all I thought of, work, or? Does he have a car? <laughs> and does he like me? That's all I thought about. And in fact, I had a friend that was a cheerleader friend who was white with me that one day and she said, what does your mom think about you dating a white guy? I go, I don't think she cared. And he goes, well, what about his parents? And I thought, I don't really care what anybody thought. The guy liked me, he has a car, <laughs> it didn't matter. So we're gonna have to continue the story because right now the moral of the story is if she's pretty and if he has a car, <laughs> then that's all we, that's the way I was back then. So what what was reaction? I guess you talked to your friend. You didn't have any friends to talk to, Dad. Um, but your your families, your siblings, um, what was their reaction? I know, Mom, you um, were the first one of your sisters to marry a white guy, but you definitely weren't the last. You ended up with, I don't, I don't know if it's five sisters yeah, that married white guys after you, but it was after you. So... Um, what kind of reaction did you get from friends, family, co-workers? You guys were at the movie theater? Yeah, we were all friends there, we so nobody thought anything nobody of it. Anything. Truthfully, I never got any uh, feedback from my parents, um, except for a couple days before we were getting married, there was some... We didn't know for sure if they would be at our wedding, and we just said we'd like to you to be at our wedding, but if you don't, we're going to get married one way or the other, so uh, no big deal. Uh, my brother, older brother, did mention, he did say, are you sure you want to get married? 
but that's all he said. So there wasn't really much, um, you know, uh, people against it that I know of. Did your parents end up coming to the wedding? Yes. They did come, okay. Yes, they and they, they said they would be there. Um, I just I just felt some tension there, a little bit of tension, but uh, I think maybe they they were just maybe concerned. They might have been concerned about uh, our marriage because of the the different races, but um, they've been supportive and they've been great, you know, ever since our wedding. So I mean, for me, I had one sister. That she will remain anonymous. <laughs> she said to me when I started going out that she thought I was betraying my race. And I didn't really think about it that much, but I did think, okay, if I love somebody and I don't marry them because of the color of their skin, then I am a racist. And I said, I will not be a racist. And then I settled it. It was over and done with. And I don't ever remember. In fact, I think my parents liked your dad better than me. They thought he was a great, everybody thought, every, all my sisters, all my family loved your dad. So I asked you, we've talked about this before, but um, one of the things that I talk about in this podcast is I didn't have a lot of, I didn't know a lot of mixed people growing up. And we were trying to like literally name um, people that are older than Brittany, my sister, who just turned 40, older than her, that are that are biracial. And there's not a whole lot of them. So I, I'm wondering what you guys saw. And that's me growing up in the 90s. I'm wondering what you guys saw as other interracial or, I mean, obviously you weren't the first one. We know of at least the Lovings in Virginia. We know that there's at least one other couple. But what did you guys see when you guys are in high school? Were there other any other couples that were interracial? Our cousins, well, actually, they're my mom's cousins that Ralph, I don't know who they are. Ralph Jones married Sherry, who was white. When was that? In, in the 50s. Okay. So we yeah. grew up with our cousins. They in Minnesota? Um, yes, okay. they live in Minnesota, but they're like, they're, I don't know, they're like, my mom's cousins, my mom's cousin's kids. Have I ever actually met them? If you yeah. went to one of the reunions. If you ever went to a reunion, there's a lot of people. I remember yeah. all of them. But the Joneses, they were, I think they're, they're Ralph Jones is older than my mother. So his mother and my, Ralph Jones's mother and my mother's mother were sisters. I'm sure everybody is can follow along with that. <laughs> so it was my grandmother's sister's son, Ralph, in the 50s, married, and it was the early 50s. It might even have been in the 40s because they were older. Bottom line is there were some mixed marriages in your mother's family. Me, I didn't really know anybody that was of a mixed marriage, um, but I, like I said, I didn't... I didn't care. I got to ask, you both grew up in Brooklyn Center. Brooklyn Center now is maybe one of the more, we'll say, urban, diverse communities in the Twin Cities. What was Brooklyn Center like then? Brooklyn Center, nobody even heard of it. 
when we grew up in Brooklyn Center, we had dirt roads, septics, tanks, um, well water. Wow, you sound really old. That was in um, that was in the early '60s. It was so. there when we built. There wasn't. There was. Um, there were um, blacks in our neighborhood, and um, and whites in our neighborhood, um, and we all hung out together. But by the time we met in yeah. the '70s, it it, it was pretty civilized. <laughs> Yeah. But there yeah, wasn't, the there wasn't, I wouldn't say, I'd say there was a... Yeah, they paved the dirt roads. There was, yeah. a, there was a mixture. Water. There was, I think there was probably mostly white and it in kinda, Brooklyn Center. I think Brooklyn Center kind of had two sections. If you're closer to the city, a lot of, the, there was more blacks over there. And then we were like at the rural part by the lakes because... Our area was really, people had cabins. Yeah, because that was considered kind of out there. It was kind of considered out there, and there were cabins on the lakes that people moved in. Which is crazy that Brooklyn Center would ever be considered even the suburbs. There is there is one question I wanted to ask, Mom. I know you've talked to me about this before, um, or you've told me this story, but when you were in college, you went to the U, right? Yes. University of Minnesota. Um Good friends with Flip Saunders and Tony Dungy. I did not know them at all. <laughs> but they were, they were there at the same time as you, right? Yes. I think so, but I did uh, not know them. They were probably and uh, Kevin McHale. Yeah, was he there at the same time too? I don't yep. know the years and they overlap, whatever. Um, but you went to the University of Minnesota. Was it, it was at the U, right? We had a professor that was talking about like reasons why people would yes. date or marry outside of their race. Can you tell that story? Yes, I was married at the time. We were married by then. I was married in college. And I took a class, I think it was called Blacks or African-American, some kind of a class like that. And one of the, I can't remember. Black studies. Yeah, I I don't remember what the name of it was, but I remember (laughs) in the class, one of the chapters was interracial marriage. And then in the class, they talked about all the reasons why people have um, marry interracially and never once did he ever say for love so I said I raised my hand I said well what about love because you love that person and he said hmm let me think about that I'll have to think about that and we never went any farther with that and, um, I've heard I, that story before it just blows my mind that yeah and obviously um, there's been more disc- well, it was I think 2016 was in that loving movie came out that talked about loving versus Virginia. Um, they got married I think in '58, which was the year you were born. Right. Sorry if I'm telling people how old you are. Um, the Supreme Court finally in '67 said made um, interracial marriage legal throughout the whole country because there were some states. I think Virginia was the last one, but some yes. states that still had laws on the books about that. Um, so. Maybe nationwide, it was a maybe a bigger problem, or at least um, people were more concerned, or there's bigger issues with it. But it sounds like in Minnesota, you had cousins, or it wasn't really something up here that, at least in your experience, was really a yeah, and just just to it wasn't really an issue. On that subject, uh, we I did go to high school in uh, Missouri, and I have friends still there. We we went down there to to a a Royals game. The Royals and the Twins were playing. We went yes. down to the stadium. It's recently and, or no? Oh, wow. This was earlier in our was marriage. Just got 
I don't think we had kids yet. And uh, I didn't notice, maybe I just don't notice things, but my friend said that people were staring at us um, when we were there, down there at the stadium and everything, and I didn't pay attention to it. So I don't know if that was true or not, but... So kids are one of the things that I've had conversations with people. I've heard of people who don't have any problems with black people, have no problems with white people, don't even have a problem with them getting together. It's the kids that they think for some reason they're going to turn out weird or they're going to have a hard time or whatever. I'm not really sure. But did that thought ever cross your mind either before marriage or after marriage? You guys had kids pretty quick after marriage. You had Brittany. Um, did yeah. that thought ever cross your mind? We were married in 78, and Brittany was born in 1980. Um, it never crossed our minds. Uh, I did I did hear of people saying that if you um, interracial marry, that your kids would be weird. And... I mean, there's Nathan, so, I mean... One out of four is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just kidding, Nathan. Um, we didn't think about it, and you guys are all good kids. You're fairly intelligent, and... Uh, <laughs> fairly intelligent. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't think there's a problem. And like you said, there's a lot of mixed kids. Um, there's a lot of famous mixed kids, too, but... There might be more, I'm sure there's a ton more than you think of, but they're just not famous, you know, so I don't think it's a, it's been a problem. I, I don't even see the logic. How can, how can it be? Because it would be like if a blonde marries somebody with black hair, you yeah, get it's, hair. It's just, it's just a different color. It's, it's just a different color. Genetics are the same. That's DNA's, the same way. Yeah. And even if you, if you are... Your kids can have skin color. Even if you're white, you have different skin color. Yeah. Well, that's um, one of the things that I always so, talk about, too, is growing up with. Obviously, we you talked about your sisters that married white guys. Um, you know, one of your sisters married a black guy, so we have cousins that are all black. You had a brother who married a white lady who already had kids, so we had all white kids growing up. So, and just on the, your side of the family, obviously all our cousins on, on dad's side were white. Well, even or her siblings. Side, yeah, and even Different them, skin different shades. We're all shades. different. People used to ask me and if they me have and the my same older parent. sister have the same fathers. I go, yeah, we did. She was a lot darker than me. Yeah, and I, um, that's the way I always grew up was just that everybody, you know, I, I say my mom had darker skin than my dad and all of us kids were somewhere in between. That was just kind of how we grew up. Just think about this. What about reactions to, and then we'll we'll wrap things up. But um, reactions to either you guys like having the kids, like if you had the kids and they looked white, mom or dad, if you had them and they people looked black, did you ever get looks or anything? Or I know for a fact with Nathan's kids, who especially Aaron is very yes. blonde hair, blue eyes, looks more like he's related to Jocelyn than to me. Yes, I know you've gotten at least some looks, if not comments, on having such white grandkids but i don't know if kids or grandkids if you've ever had anything like that with um you know are they actually yours or i i haven't i haven't had that but that brings up something that uh it reminds me of uh some friends of ours um uh robert smith 
and, oh, yeah. and his wife. We went out also to, known as the only other mixed couple at our church when we were growing up, right? Well, that's well, the first were, ones no, we knew. There's was, more now. Maybe they, well, now there's a well ton. because look at um. Okay. But I, I just remember when we were kids that you Anyways, were with the other mixed um, people at our church. Robert De- Deborah and Robert Smith, we went out to eat together. And, of course, she's white and he's black. And, you know, my wife's black, I'm white. We were sitting at the table, the four of us. And, and Robert, just out of the blue, said, the, the waitress, I wonder if she's thinking, who's with who? <laughs> or you know so he he's just and he's had some but that's that's him he's had some experiences yeah but i thought that yeah that was but i thought that was funny that yeah people might say well, i wonder who's with who you know you got yeah. two two blacks and two whites and or who's together with who whatever but yeah do you have something else that reminds me sometimes in the early years when we used to go um Sometimes when we would go shopping or together and people say, are you, and you don't know, people would say, are you guys yeah, we together? I guess we, we used to get that a lot. People ask if you're together? Yeah. Because well, because we, we would be standing in line to right. like buy something and, and it would be like, well, your mom's in front and I'm in the back, you know, and they right. might, they might say, oh, I can help you over here. And I, and I would have to say, well, we're together. We're together. Oh. So that, that kind of happened a lot. That but, happened a lot. I don't know Younger if that's days, but that you know what? Deal. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we don't stand close enough together, or <laughs> well, you do. Whatever, you but do. Uh, I know Dad especially doesn't like PDA, so you guys. Yeah, he's like he's he not going to hold my hand. Force you to hold her hand in our wedding pictures. I remember that uh, <laughs> because Jocelyn's parents were holding hands or something, yeah. and so they're like, "It's weird if they are." Anyway, that's another story. Um, anyways, did you guys have anything else? I mean, I just. I know that you guys, you guys said your story isn't like crazy or anything, whatever, like, and that's okay. Cause I'm, I just think everybody, the more conversations that we have, and I say we like Americans, whatever, the conversations that we have, um, sharing each other's stories because everybody has a unique perspective based on the story that they have. And if we all took some more time to listen to each other's stories, we are going to learn a lot of things like maybe... For in your situation, it wasn't that bad. Um, obviously, there were looks and comments and stuff that you had to think about that a couple that was just white or just black wouldn't have to think about. Maybe comments they wouldn't get, which isn't a maybe not a big deal to you guys, but everybody's experience is different. And the more conversations we can have, the more we can share our stories. I think that's that's a big deal. I just yeah, I think I think it's it's how you raised as how you look at the world. And for me, growing up, like I said, my dad's from Detroit, Michigan, and he never brought up any racial things um, growing up. And, you know, my, my mom and never did either. And so, like I said, I moved around a lot, so I got to know a lot of different people. I think that helps, too, when you... When you get to know other races and find out that we're more alike than we are different, and we all kind of want the same thing, I think, um, been my experience. Um, my uh, best friend is black, and you know, it's it's just we just get along. I mean, it's and 
you know, we weren't afraid to to hang out. And he's he's from Selma, Alabama. Talking about Al, right? Yeah, my Godfather. Yeah. When you're talking about that, what brings up is even when there were people who may have opposed us and said things in families, they over the years have either apologized or just explained themselves and have changed. Well, that brings up an instance that you had in high school when uh, some uh, another team you were playing right that were they were black and your friends who were white were yes. saying something about them or just made they just made comment look at the or whatever i don't even remember yeah they and were I making said, comments about it and then you said well i'm black and they go well we don't mean you or something it, it's because yeah. they they were friends and so they didn't they didn't look at her skin color anymore because they were friends so I think, I think that that's the that's the bottom line is, and I I think that's that's a powerful thing in that because there is a lot of people wondering now what can we do because racial tensions have been brought to the forefront more so than ever probably in my for sure in my lifetime but definitely in our city in Minneapolis like there's been more and more conversations I think the conversations are great because um, I think. But I think the what you talk about is getting to know someone. I think that's like the biggest thing yep. is that it's easy to judge someone that's over there, whether it's the color of their skin or their religion or their whatever it is, their choices that they make. It's easy to judge them over there. But when you sit down and have a cup of coffee with them, when you share a room, have a conversation, get to know them, um, then... Well, and, and a lot of people have prejudices of things that they think you know they've seen something maybe in the past and so they judge from that one thing they judge everyone yeah uh an example comes up with nascar yeah with when we had those uh we had some people stay with us from oregon and we're watching nascar and i go this is minnesota you guys watch nascar and I know a lot of people think that NASCAR fans are racist and rednecks. Yeah. And some of them are, but not all of them are. Yeah. And so I don't think we can just judge everything by one, one action of somebody. Yeah. You know, you just can't generalize, I don't think. I, I really do think, and that's why, that's why I do this. That's why uh, me and AJ did that started this podcast this other podcast that he had me join him with is just to have a conversation and i think when you get to know people um your stereotypes whatever preconceived ideas you thought you had about them whether it was from something you saw on tv and the news on a movie mm -hmm. um or whatever it is or whatever you've heard um then you you paint this with a broad brush everybody that looks like that or acts like that or thinks yeah. like that or everybody in that profession acts a certain way or thinks a certain way and we paint with that broad brush and understand that that's just a small percentage of people maybe they might be the only one but if they're the only one that you've heard about or experienced then you think everybody that looks like that or acts like that or thinks like that is that same person um, but if you sit down and have a conversation with somebody and learn their story I think it makes a huge difference all right well that's it for today I want to thank you guys for for sitting down taking the time and for sharing your story and allowing me to share your story with people and thank you guys that listened and i want you guys to join me next week 
where I will talk about that word, the N-word, my thoughts and feelings on it. I don't think it'll be very long, but I definitely have some strong opinions um, on this word. Who can say it? Who should say it? Who shouldn't say it? Join me next Monday for episode six of Mix in America. Thank you.